0: It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, the liaison office, describes the pro-democracy camp's LegCo primary election as illegal. The health secretary says if the COVID-19 situation here worsens, restaurants may be required to stop dining in services altogether. And China announces better than expected trade figures. The liaison office has accused the pro-democracy camp of staging an illegal LegCo primary election at the weekend, saying this had greatly damaged the fairness of the upcoming September polls. Vicky Wong reports.
1: In a statement, it said it supported the SAR government following up any legal breaches, such as the privacy ordinance, by recording the private information of participants. Labelling the vote organiser Benny Tai as a typical suspect, the office accused him of trying to seize power in Hong Kong and launch a revolution. It accused those people who vow to control the legislature, paralyze the administration and veto future budgets as subverting the state in violation of the national security law. Professor Tai had earlier said that lawmakers vetoing budgets was a constitutional right enshrined in the basic law.
0: Former core member of the disbanded Demosisto party, Nathan Law, has revealed he's in London after fleeing the territory following the imposition of the new security law here. On a social media post, he said he decided to reveal his whereabouts because he wanted the Communist Party to know he was continuing to fight for Hong Kong from an international perspective. He said he'd been giving interviews from his little apartment. The Health Secretary Sophia Chan says if the coronavirus outbreak in Hong Kong worsens, restaurants may be required to stop dining in services altogether and just offer takeaways. From tomorrow, eateries are barred from offering dining in between 6pm and 5am. Professor Chan told an RCHK radio programme that authorities wanted to encourage people to eat at home. Simon Wong, the president of the Federation of Restaurants, says the new measure could seriously affect half of the some 16,000 restaurants here, with a plunge in sales of up to 40% this month. He says banning dining in during the day would cause further damage. We do understand that, you know, a lot of confirmed cases do come from uh, restaurants or related uh, business. Uh, but then if people cannot get into the restaurant to eat, even in daytime, it would um, cause more effect or you know, damage uh, to the business. Then we might have to do a lockdown in, in the industry. In the convener of the Small and Medium Restaurant Federations, Gordon Lamb has criticised the government for halting dining services at night, warning many restaurants could end up going out of business. At a press conference, he said it was stupid, illogical and it sends the wrong message. Mr Lamb said restaurants would now have to scramble for takeaway boxes, which he fears will become more expensive than face masks. Some of the restaurant is the food is difficult to take away and we are afraid the quality of the food if they take away the hygiene problem. And also the takeaway stuff such as the boss, the lunch boss, is now I think quite difficult to buy because all the restaurants is going to find the, the boss. Other restaurant owners also attacked the government, saying they were paying for the government's mistakes in its virus containment strategy. The head of the Hong Kong Doctors' Union says private doctors have an important role in persuading patients to take COVID-19 tests. Dr. Henry Young says Hong Kong has had a low mortality rate from the new coronavirus, and he puts this down to early detection, isolation, and treatment.
1: Patients should comply with the first advice to undergo the COVID test. So long, we have been encountering patients who did not want to take the test altogether. About uh, 40 to. treating them all along and I think the government should make one big step to encourage the patients. Any patients with upper anxiety symptoms and gastro uh, anxieties should undergo the test because I've said, said before, early treatment is the most
0: important thing. Meanwhile, the Health Secretary Sophia Chan has said the government aims to provide virus tests for high-risk people, including taxi drivers, staff at elderly care homes, restaurants and property management firms, starting this week. Will be carried out by two Shenzhen organisations with labs in Hong Kong. Testing is expected to cover 400,000 people here. The Education Bureau has asked schools to stop all campus activities for two weeks from tomorrow due to the COVID 19 outbreak. In a letter, it said schools should finish all exams in the coming days or postpone or cancel them. Same arrangements apply to private schools and tutorial centres. The secondary school principal says the request won't have much impact as many schools have already adopted similar measures. Teddy Tang is the chairman of the Association of the Heads of Secondary Schools. Health and safety of our students is our top priority and we also receive requests from parents and students not to come back to school for activities. Many schools have already cancelled activities in the coming two weeks. I think most schools have already finished the examination but for some schools they may need to cancel one or two subjects. Washington is opening another front in its war of words with Beijing and says it's treating its pursuit of resources in the South China Sea as illegal. It's also accused Beijing of bullying other countries to further its claims. Beijing called the accusation justified, dismissing it as a bid to sabotage regional peace. Sean Kennedy reports. The United States has long rejected China's claims in the South China Sea, but Secretary of State Mike Pompeo has gone a step further. After years of saying it wouldn't take sides, the United States is now explicitly supporting Southeast Asian nations. Mr Pompeo also endorsed the 2016 findings of an international panel in favour of the Philippines in one dispute. He also denounced China's claims over the Spratly Islands, where Beijing earlier this year announced administrative districts, which will allow it to expand its maritime claims. Taiwan's main opposition party has again occupied parliament to protest against the nomination of a close presidential aide to an independent government watchdog. Lawmakers from the ruling DPP and opposition KMT fought outside the building before a group of KMT legislators got into the main chamber, occupying the podium to try to prevent the confirmation hearing of Chen Chu. The unveiled banners reading no to cronyism, withdraw the nomination. The commanding officer responsible for a U.S. warship that caught fire at a naval base in Southern California on Sunday has told reporters the vessel's fire suppression system had been deactivated at the time. Rear Admiral Felix, Philip Sobek said the blaze was still raging at temperatures of 1,000 degrees, more than 24 hours after an explosion of fire aboard the U.S. on Richard. The intense heat was limiting firefighters to 15-minute shifts. The authorities in California say they're confident the body found on Lake Piru is the missing actress Naya Rivera, one of the stars of the American TV show Glee. The sheriff of Ventura County, Bill Ayub, said there was no indication of foul play and that that she took her own life. He also paid his respects. She was found in a northeastern portion of the lake near the surface of the water. The depth of the water in that area is, is between 35 and 60 feet deep, and there's heavy brush and trees on the, the lake bed there. As you can imagine, it has been an extremely difficult time for her family throughout this ordeal. As fathers, mothers, sons and daughters, our hearts are with them and we share in their grief for Naya's loss. Seven weeks after becoming leader of the opposition, Todd Muller has stunned political life in New Zealand by resigning as leader of the National Party. Mr Muller said he'd come to realise he wasn't the best person to be either the opposition or party leader at this critical time. New Zealand is holding parliamentary elections in September. His resignation throws the Nationals' campaign into disarray new study on the Andean condor, the largest flying bird in the world, has shown just how effectively it uses air currents to stay aloft without flapping its wings. Here's BBC's Cat Wiener. The Andean
2: condor is the world's largest and heaviest soaring bird. Scientists in Patagonia strap devices to eight of the birds in order to record every beat of their three-metre wings. They found that over 250 hours of flight, the condors flapped their wings only about 1% of the time, mostly during takeoff. The rest of the time was spent soaring upwards on warm gusts of air, enabling the scavengers to
0: conserve energy as they circled the high mountains for hours looking for carrion. Mainland customs officials say China saw its foreign trade rise by 5.1% year on year in June imports and exports up 4.3% and 6.2% respectively. A spokesman for the General Administration of Customs, Li khoi Wen, said the better-than-expected performance has to do with China's ability to stabilise the COVID-19 outbreak relatively quickly and then resume production and other economic activities. Even though the pandemic is still spreading and the world economic environment remains volatile, Mr Li said he was confident trade figures would remain steady in the second half of the year. And S- Singapore's economy, meanwhile, has slipped into recession, contracting by a record 41.2% in the second quarter from the previous three months, with the trade-dependent economy hammered by the coronavirus. Year on year, the economy shrank 12.6% between April and June. City-state expects full-year GDP in the range of 7 to minus 4%, the biggest downturn in its history. Hong Kong Financial Secretary Paul Chan has dismissed claims that the national security law will drive away foreign investors, saying recent figures show it had attracted capital instead. Giving a speech at our, on an online forum, Mr. Chan said the Hong Kong dollar had been strong since April, and that translates into an influx of more than 100 billion US dollars of capital so far. He said stock markets had also improved. China's would-be Starbucks rival, Luckin Coffee, has removed its co-founder and chairman after a scandal involving fake sales figures that resulted in the company being delisted from the Nasdaq and the ouster of two top executives. In a statement, the company said Luckin's billionaire founder, Charles Zheng Guayao, had been replaced as chairman by Guo Jin-yi. Mr Guo was previously the acting CEO. He will also take over as CEO. Stocks, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,386, that's 388 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $103 billion. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 107.15 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar and 13 cents, and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 73 cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheung. Manchester United were denied the chance to move up
2: to
3: third in the English Premier League table. They conceded a late equaliser in the sixth minute of added time to draw 2-2 at home to Southampton. The BBC's Ian Dennis has more from Old Trafford.
0: A late goal Southampton deserved. A late goal that could yet be damaging for Manchester United. Down to ten men through injury for the last
1: few minutes. They conceded in injury time as Oberfemi pounced on the goal line from a Ward-Prowse corner. Southampton, though, were well worth the point. They caused United problems with their high
0: press and indeed took the lead through Armstrong after 12 minutes. However, United transformed the game with two quick goals, Rashford and Martial. In the second half, Rashford was denied by Bertrand, but Southampton
1: finished the stronger side and the point keeps United fifth.
3: The result means United remain outside the Champions League places and behind fourth place Leicester City on goal difference. United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer said his side were met by a tough opposition in Southampton. They do press as a team really well, they're really aggressive. So of course the flip side of that, do, do you play through the press and create chances? We did that a few times and it looked so nice. Second goal for example, I think that's a fantastic goal. But then sometimes you, you can make a mistake and it ends up uh, the uh, the other goal pep guardiola has been given 190 million u.s dollars to bolster the manchester city squad after their champions league ban was overturned the spanish manager is also expecting a lucrative long-term contract extension offer since joining city in 2016 guardiola has won eight trophies including a pair of premier league titles he believes the club has cleared its name from any previous accusation over financial fair play.
1: It was issued a long time ago. Maybe 90 or 90% of the people who are on the pitch or on the backroom staff were not there were not there. Um, I try to be involved knowing exactly what happened and I have fully confident about uh, what the club has done.
3: In Spain, Real Madrid are just one win away from being crowned La Liga champions for the third time in eight years. A 2-1 victory at Granada put Real four points clear of Barcelona at the top of the table. Baseball's Atlanta Braves say they have no plans to follow the Washington Redskins in changing their name but will review the Tomahawk Chop chant. On Monday, Washington's NFL team retired the racist Redskins name and logo amidst a worldwide movement calling for racial justice, a move that's put pressure on other sports teams to make changes to their branding. The Chop Chant has been popular with Braves fans since the early 90s. The team often hand out foam cutouts of tomahawks used by fans during the chant. It became an issue in last year's playoffs when a visiting player with Native American roots said he found the chant insulting. And that's your look at sports.
0: To end the news, the top stories once again. The liaison office describes the pro-democracy camp's legal Prime election as illegal health Secretary says if the COVID-19 situation here worsens, restaurants may be required to stop dining in services altogether. China announces better than expected trade figures. The news from RTHK.
1: In Hong Kong, we all live different lives, but each of us has a role in building and protecting our home. We need people who can carry out their duty to build a stable and prosperous Hong Kong. The Legislative Council general election will be held on September 6th. The nomination period runs from July 18th to 31st. Forms are available at the Registration and Electoral Office, District Offices and elections.gov.hk. Treasure Hong Kong. Build our future. Tuesday's 123 show on RTHK Radio 3. My name's Cruz McCallaghan, and I am in the hot seat today for Noreen Mir. And I'm pretty excited because I think we have a pretty jam-packed, fun show today. Um, we're going to set off on what I would like to refer to as an intellectual, biological and ecological roller rollercoaster. Um, at 1.30pm, we're going to be joined on the phone by Dr. Philip Baer, who is a forensic pathologist here in Hong Kong. And he's joining us to share all these details, nitty gritty details about his fascinating career and chat about what the living can learn from the dead. Um, and at 2pm, we've got Andrew Dembina for our usual Chew- Tuesday feature with a bit of food and drinks news. He sent me a disgusting picture earlier of what I think was ketchup ice cream. So we've got that to look forward to. Then at 2.30, we have a ghost net buster. Um, Harry Chan is going to take us into on a dive into Hong Kong's waters to tell us about the amazing work he's been doing to clear our seas of one of its most destructive pollutants. That's at 2.30. 30. But for now, this is a bit of Ella Air and Deeper. <laughs>